Nick, Tyler, and I are saddened to hear about Chadwick Boseman's passing. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. We are fans of his work, and we are sorry for your loss. Wakanda forever. Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-host, Ryan and Nick. Good afternoon. I am the legal representation for Mr. <laughs> Garbage Boy, producer Ryan. He's before in trouble. We, before we start, I would like to make sure that everything is in accordance with our agreement before Ryan says his... Section 34 double D? Yes. Before he uh, makes his catchphrase. <laughs> We're good, man. Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mefford? Section 34, double D. <laughs> All right. You may proceed, uh, garbage boy. I'm back, and you can't keep me can't down. Can't keep him down. Your Honor, my client's a moron. That's not against the law. <laughs> it should be. It should be. First Spike Lee joint. Yeah, this is. Yeah, first yeah, Spike yeah, Lee. Yeah, first one. I and was looking up his other stuff. I'm just like, yeah, we've talked about his movies, but we've, this we is have, the first we've done. quite a bit. It's weird that this one is such a financial success. I don't know exactly how I feel about this being his like essentially most profitable film. It's kind yeah. of weird. It's so. funny. There are moments in this movie that I didn't notice it when I watched it the first time, but watching it now, I'm like, wow, yeah, this is Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And he has, and, and the cinematographer, which we'll get into too, some of those weird cuts, certainly the video game thing, some of that stuff's really odd. Yeah. But it's, uh, as Tyler always says, lightning in a bottle. It's an interesting script. It was going to be Ron Howard, actually, originally, uh, not to get too far down the rabbit hole. But uh, Spike Lee with a bank robber movie, it gives it uh, something new and fresh. I think that's what maybe why we picked it, you know, what makes it interesting still. Mm. All right. Well, before we get into Inside Man, which is what we're doing today, by the way, guys, uh, <laughs> we're going to get into a little bit of movie news. And a lot of stuff happened, especially when we don't record apparently before Monday. And so <laughs> or right, right on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So uh, where to begin? Uh, we you, had you drive the bus. Tyler. Yeah. So Take of course us where you want us to go. A uh, big thing. We had the Snyder Cut trailer. So, oh, you know, the, uh, Tyler hallelujah. He so, couldn't stop yeah. texting me. Oh, man. It's like I, I know they were playing <laughs> that song. <laughs> there was a secret <laughs> chord that David played. It's yeah. so Schneider, it hurts, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, it's in so, Watchmen, so too. Schneider. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely... Song. It's it's it is a song. good song. It's great. If you it's listen great. to my other podcast, East to West Shrek, Nick and Rob, one of the greatest Shrek. covers of all time. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was not Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, in Shrek. Right. It's great. Good it's pull. even... I mean, Shrek was a better trailer than this one. I mean, this trailer wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, first off, you know, spoiler warning for all the trailers, you know, go watch them if you want. But Dark Side, I thought, did not look that bad. I, I thought, thought he looked, looked I thought that was about as good as you could make there, him look. Remember, but... remember the uh, teaser with um, Gil Gadot's Wonder yeah, Woman? Yeah, when he's on the cave or whatever. There. This, yeah. this version where you get a better look at him, I thought pretty solid. Yeah. And even Steppenwolf, you get a little bit of a look with the armor on him. I thought he looked better too. Improved from the crappy version we saw. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just with Dark Side, it's like, what do you expect for a rock man? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, how yeah, good yeah. can you actually make well, it the look? Thing. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the what's his name? Uh, Michael Chislet. Uh, Michael Chick- Chicklets. Chicklets, yeah. I would argue. I would counter argue and say, like, when we first saw Thanos, remember I was saying he looked kind of wonky. Uh, purple as, Thanos. Yeah, or, purple Thanos. Yeah, really. But then when Josh Brolin sort of became Thanos, each movie that he was in, he got a little bit cleaner looking. Yeah, uh, I agree with up that. Until Endgame, 
And I think like right off the bat here at Dark Side has he looks like a grittier version of Thanos, kind of cool. I think it worked. He's got those rock abs too. Worth whatever money HBO put into it. I'm just glad that he looks better than Apocalypse in the actual movie. Oh yeah, that was probably poor Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Yeah, that was really bad. And it's I think uh, we must have talked about it before because when you you can look up and see what like an actual prop company made and they made it exactly kind of like the 90s cartoon and it looks good. Yeah, yeah. And you're just kind of like, why didn't you go with that? But (laughs) You know, it, it is a little it's weird. It's choices, man. Yeah, I Everyone know. Everyone right? has them. <laughs> <laughs> Some are really weird. It's yeah. Just, yeah. But uh, I'm still a little, I'm getting a little bit more excited for the Snyder, you oh, know, Snyder cut. Oh, what about cut. Batman in the Black but, Suit? Um, Batman in the Black Suit. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Superman, Superman in the Black, black suit. suit. Yeah. I mean, didn't we see already that, kind of? We kind of did, we but it's of, cool to see the flowing yeah. Zack Snyder cape behind him. You know, I kind of dug it. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to turn out, but I am definitely over Snyder. Like, I don't want to see another <laughs> yeah. Snyder DC I don't want to ever again. Tweets. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read the tweets, and I don't want to hear like all the defenders and everybody saying how right they were. But I do want to see it, and I am yeah. kind of excited about it. Let me ask you this question. Are you looking forward to like 15, 20 more minutes of Cyborg backstory? Yeah, I am I actually. Am. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like I'm rooting for that. So yeah. I thought he was good. I thought his dad was good. And I thought they got a raw deal in the original. Yeah, so the first version little, definitely a little bit more excited. But I would never want to see a Snyder Batman yeah. DC movie ever so again good, after yeah. this one. You know what I mean? It's just I'm over the slow motion. I'm over what the about just, score. Like, <laughs> What about just a regular Snyder movie? Yeah, I'll take a regular Snyder movie. Okay, yeah, for sure. I think that's give what me he, Dawn he of the Dead two or something. I yeah. don't know. Like Hard you know, I'll, I'll take something else. But I'm tired of Snyder Sparta. DC movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'll take anything else from him, but another DC movie. Um, he should do a war movie. I think he should do like a period war movie. Yeah, I feel I like you see that a lot about. It, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe so. World War One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really World War Two. Yeah, World War Two's been played to death. Like a Korean War movie or something like that. Yeah, just to reset the palette for sure. All I can think about is the Germans have never been bad guys. By the way, I also. I think Schneider should do something that's like, you know, I know he doesn't often write these scripts. It's usually uh, the, you know, all the guys from BBS, the Chris Terrios, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But I do think he should be less in control, like a script that's clearly developed. He comes in, puts his vision on that script and developing, not like controls the whole universe kind of thing. Yeah. And, and it's a one off. I think yeah. that'll help him out. I'm, I'm tired of the DC movies, but yeah. I am still a little more excited. What about the, the other trailers? Cut. How about Wonder Woman? Yeah. Uh, I saw the Wonder Woman trailer. I know everybody was kind of complaining a little bit about Cheetah and oh, how she, she looks. Good. I that didn't think fine. she didn't look bad, yeah, but they could do, fine. they could change the face a little, but you don't see much of her because, of course, they did good as far as showing her in the dark. Because that's that's how you got to do it if you're gonna but have a cheetah Chris, person. Yeah, like, it's Kristen Wiig, right? Yeah, Kristen, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah, yeah. She looks yeah, awesome. I like that casting too. I think it's unique and different. And I also think that you get a pretty good picture of that bad guy there. I think it reveals a little too much because I think everyone yeah, knows why yeah, Chris yeah. Uh, Chris Trevor's back now. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. Okay, yeah. Chris Trevor's back specifically yeah. but because again, of uh, Pedro like Pascal. I, like I kind of <laughs> we text about it a little bit off pod, but like I said, it's been so long. We really should have already been working up to the release date in August or possibly before that this summer. So because they're trying to continue the buzz, they have to release more and more snippets of it. So it's not yeah. really Wonder Woman's fault. I don't think we would have got this last trailer if it was released in June, July, or the beginning of August. What do you guys think about the armor that she was wearing? I, I, I like the it, armor. Yeah. I, I can I can dig the armor. That's it's, the same one she wears in the other trailers, though, right? Or yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Gold, it's like gold. Yeah. It's the winged one, armor, right? Yeah, the with the one. it, like, well, it it looks cool, but I don't know if it translates really well. Here's to what live I would action. say about this: What I like about Wonder Woman, even more so than the armor, is the, uh, the riding the lightning. Oh yeah, Patty yeah, Jenkins. That's dope. The best thing about Wonder Woman is they just fucking go for it, man. Yeah, they don't give a shit what it looks like or like. Oh, that sounds really weird on paper. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna make it look cool. Universe is already falling apart, man. Yeah. Just, I just. <laughs> I just 
say do it, man. Just <laughs> go for it. If this you're gonna is your go one for shot. It, go for it. Just like Eminem. Yeah. Your one shot. That's it. Uh, there was a was a Black Adam trailer too as well. Sort of. Yeah, a little, a little teaser. teaser. A little teaser. Sort, of, sort of comic teaser, I guess you could say. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was all CG. Yeah. It didn't so. look. Yeah, it didn't look super formed. I thought yeah. that one looked a little bit odd. So but we I don't know. We don't know too much what's going on, at least with Black Adam. But I'll still I'll still watch it. I'm super excited for this one actually. Yeah, I really like. I like the story and the rock man. It's like giving me exactly what I want right now. <laughs> and he's been he's been wanting to do this for a while. Like he's oh, been yeah. on board for he Black Adam for really a hard long for time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just wanted him to play a superhero. Like, I just want I think to, he fits the bill. I just want him to beat the crap out of Zachary Levi. That's yeah, <laughs> that's just want, let's get that's to that. Yeah, fast forward to that part. <laughs> that that would be interesting actually. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that the whole chair. universe. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does the eyebrow look thing. I just want him to stay next to each other. Oh yeah, just like one punch, he's done. Does he do that still? He doesn't do the eyebrow. No, but we'll get into that in recommendations. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. I remember he did in the Scorpion King, like when he, the that spin-off was from the Mummy. Yeah, was I was just signature. like, do it, man, do it. It's and then a talent, he does it. man. Yeah, <laughs> use what you got. <laughs> Can you smell? Yeah, and then you had a uh, Suicide Squad. The what was it like? Kind I of. I thought that uh, was like a feature, sort of. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it made me feel much, much better. Did about you see it. Uh, both trailers or no? I just there saw was, the featurette. So was that the one where they're. Uh, they're showing they're the, the, the actors, rundown, right? Yeah, yeah they're the giving the rundown. Yeah. There was one where they had where they're just showing the characters who you get to see King Shark also, and you get to see all the different actors that are playing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for it, you know? Like, was well, not Sean, Sean, James Gunn, right? James, James Gunn, yeah. Gunn, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, he's the right the, guy to, to kind of steer that in the right direction. This is yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy director, right? Yeah, yeah this is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's got some of that vibe, but more like, think more Guardians of the Galaxy with more blood, a little more R, yeah. a little more gross. I think that's what you're getting mm-hmm. there. And what's nice is you get like a whole bunch of different characters, like these really, really weird characters which you didn't get I mean you got some weird characters in the first Suicide Squad but you had Slipknot who died within the first like two minutes <laughs> well and then, to, to that point Tyler I would no say one else did in, or in the featurette and they, they, they go out of their way to basically say that don't get too attached to any of these guys so it seems like Gunn has flexibility to do whatever he yeah. wants and maybe half yeah. of these guys are going to die he's going to play fine, uh, though. George but maybe R. R. that's a good thing yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe I, yeah, there's no, emotional like consequences emotional they are a Suicide Squad you can't just yeah. kill two of them you know and plus they're all bad guys like you know you're not going to feel too bad about it <laughs> you think they would kill Harley Quinn? No, uh, no, I don't no, think so too mainstream. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. I mean, if they did, I think a lot of people would be like, "What are you going to do with the universe now?" You know, yeah. but they gave yeah. her her own movie, sort of. It wasn't yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was basically yeah, sort of. Right? Bad. Yeah, that's that's really how it is. They gave her her own movie, sort of, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else was in there? Uh, there was another uh, Suicide Squad where it was for the video game Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, really. So, yeah, so it was about like a five minute trailer for I a video game. No. It looks good. Is I don't play video have... games like at all. But I know the Avengers looks games really great. Out and people have some buzz for that. One. Oh yeah. Like, I don't I don't know when was the last DC video game outside of like the Batman stuff. The Batman stuff. Yeah, but uh, the Injustice Tell-tale. stuff was awesome. If it's the yeah. fighting game, then it is. Be cool. uh, I, it says the same guys who did the Arkham uh, Arkham Knight or Arkham Asylum, I think oh, it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, no, the same great. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. and those are really, people really like well, those. And I don't know if you guys ever played it, but Injustice, not only was it a really cool storyline, but it was just a beautiful fighting game, well yeah. designed. Yeah. And then they had the sequel to it. It wasn't quite as good, but still a very solid game. Yeah, this one definitely seems really interesting because, of course, you know, you start with the Suicide Squad. And, you know, it's been a while since I played like a very brand new video game. And immediately I'm just impressed by the graphics. I'm like, wow, this looks, you know, yeah, almost, yeah. it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy how good it looks. I agree with that. Because I played my Star Wars Battlefront from 2004 and then I go to this. I'm still just like, Jesus up. Christ. Like, <laughs> like, still holds up, man. 
<laughs> I'm just like, am I even in? Is this real life? Yeah. Like, it's like but, I'm really uh, there. Pick, yeah, pick no, up it's, the giant star, enter the Tie Fighter. It's <laughs> it's a, it's a good trailer, and you know, you kind of get you see some Captain Boomerang, you see Deadshot, King yeah. Shark, Harley Quinn. I didn't and, get Captain Boomerang. Uh, he didn't get enough run. He's oh, returning, yeah. he's a returning champ. Let he's him come gonna, back. Yeah, I know. I hope, I hope he gets stuff one. to do. Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Yeah, I I like Captain Boomerang. I don't want him to die. Yeah. What about John Cena? John Cena. He's fine. He can go. You can't even see him. So, yeah, right. yeah, that's the invisible it, man right there. That's the invisible man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, the what was it Suicide Squad kills uh, Justice League? Mm-hmm. That looks really good because they're going to go up against Superman apparently. And oh, they're yeah, that, yeah, they're going to get wrecked. I think they. <laughs> I think from the tra- the trailer is great because from the trailer, just like yeah, I think they're going to get trashed for sure. <laughs> um, was that all the DC uh, fandom that kind of came mm-hmm. out? Are we missing any? Oh, we, we are Batman. missing one. The Batman, yeah, the main Batman. one. Yeah, yeah, the main one. Right, the last events of our sort of DC fandom movie news. Oh man, I was kind of not sure about this, but I'm all in. You're I'm, all in I'm sucked in. No, I'm yeah, sucked it looks in. great. Easy to Riddler looks Tyler. amazing. You yeah, know, yeah. Catwoman looks good. I, I don't need to see the latex. Look at the Riddler. I probably need to go back and watch it again. I mean, it's just a weird sort of mask. I don't know if it's a duct tape mask. It's and an then interesting the take on it. Yeah, I like it. There was some take. rumors that the feels like trailer seven. Was good. Yeah, it does have that yeah. sort of like a very serial killer-y type of vibe. Uh, there was there was a rumor going around that it's Court of Owls. Um, that okay. Doing, oh which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. League of Shadows. Super so that would cool. Tie yeah, into that's Nolan, awesome. But I'm okay with it. Most mostly what I saw there, I liked. I just wasn't in love with uh, Pattinson. Mm. I didn't. I thought he looked a little small. I didn't love the necessary the look of him in the suit. And I'm not a hundred percent sold on the vibe of the movie. I loved it. Although man. I'll be there. I'm. They're gonna get yeah. my money. So. I liked him. In the I'll suit. reserve judgment. Even yeah. even with the was the black eye shadow and everything yeah. and the weird. A lot of eyeliner, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. You have to black great. out your eyes. Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'll, but I'll when, take it. When he's walking through the the apartment, it looked oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do and, like that. Everyone was acknowledging him, and they were like, "Okay, that's just that's Batman. Batman, man. Yeah, that's, that's Batman. That's our boy. He does his thing. Yeah. yeah. What about the Joker mob? Uh, yeah, a little so weird. I was fine with the Joker mob because we've seen Joker mobs in different adaptations, not so much in live action, but you know, of course, the animation because that's the ones I like to but watch a that's lot. That's when but... you get to see him fight. That's yeah, pretty that's cool. when you get to see him wreck some people, which yeah. is pretty cool. And, it was one cool um, fight sequence that worked really well. I thought that at least seeing him fight with mobility, I thought that was a plus. yeah, yeah, and just yeah. completely wrecked that guy. <laughs> you know, just had no idea what was coming to him. Uh, but one thing that was cool when you know, of course, the police officer scene when everyone's watching him that was is. Crazy. It's cool that they showed him in that dark lighting because in the dark night they show him with police officers, but it's in a bright ass too bank. bright. They're like yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. so it weird, weird seeing in that bright yeah. bank. Even so, the Bane fight yeah. scene, just too dang bright. Yeah, so that's the one thing I did like. I'm just like, it's dark, it's rainy. You, that's where yeah. that kind of setting yeah, yeah, vibe yeah, comes brooding, from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there's there's a very you, you mentioned, it, chest, you mentioned you know? <laughs> it with the video game. Like there's a very big element here of Arkham. I think mm. I think it ties into what they're doing, and then to play the Nirvana song in the background, it's giving it sort of that sullen sort of emo vibe. All right, you know what I mean. I, I, it's getting to the point of too many Batman's for me, but I'm, I'm there. They're gonna get my money. I think, I'll, I think I'll it's a survival of the Batman. Yeah, exactly. one will take the king, one will be the <laughs> I best. So. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> think it. Obviously, I, I do think it's a nicely done trailer. We'll it see is, how yeah. the movie. Is yeah, well I mean, if you were. At least with me, I was just kind of like, I don't know about Pattinson. I know he's come a long way since Twilight, but yeah. with this trailer, I'm just like, wow. Like, I'm I'm all in. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. He like, has it, range. I know it yeah. exists, but we'll see. He's a good actor. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think if you show him more as Batman and you don't try to do this whole thing where you have to show him all the time as Bruce Wayne, I think it'll work a little bit better. But that's just that's just me. So um, do we have any other movie news that we need to throw in there? Because Nothing too big. Bill and Ted drops today. The mm. New Mutants is out. So that's, Yeah, I'll be watching it. Hopefully tonight, I'll be watching it. <laughs> I want 
want to see it. Like I want to see dirty not station just, casino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, You're a brave man. <laughs> I want to see like, not just for the purpose of going to see a movie, but I want to see how it does, how the rest of the world reacts mm. to a big movie or relatively. You watch that box office mo- mojo. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's technically they're going head to head. So what if Bill and Ted VOD does better than new mutants in theater? Mm. Yeah. I mean, again, like that's a hit on the market, but so this we is, have to see how this changes. This cinema. is going to be the first big theatrical release. Kind of I mean, in quotations, yeah. big, yeah. I guess, it's, because yeah, it's, it's only, yeah, yeah. you know, here in Vegas station casinos, it's not any and, of the, and uh, how big okay. of a movie the canneries is the or mutants. anything yeah. like that. We will at least acknowledge that the, the reviews that have come out so far have not been great. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> They're all lies. They're all lies, Nick. <laughs> and then I just wanted to bring up just for fun, because Clive Owen was once rumored to be James Bond. Um, oh, okay. There's some solid rumors with John Boyega from Star Wars uh, being the next James Bond. How do you feel? Oh, really? Right? Yeah, that's fine. Like I mean, Kinda you had a different tone. Uh, was it Idris Elba who yeah, was rumored yeah. to? You he's know, he was a little bit old runner. though. Is the yeah, he's getting a little there. bit older, yeah. but I think he would have been a prime one. Uh, John Boyega. Uh, how old is he? Is he's he, young. Is he even in his 30s just, yet? No, I don't think he's quite 30. Yeah, yeah he might be too young to do it then. Like I think. Face do you want yeah, like a, that's a good, it's, it's a good it's, point. Do it's you want like young, a seasoned older Bond or do you want to start from scratch again? I want, not. don't hit me with super young. Don't hit me with super old. Give me Somewhere prime. Give me prime time. You know? mm. Give Pierce me Brosnan. A, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like mid, he, how old mid form. <laughs> when he was Bond, he was in his 40s, late 40s almost, I think. No, I want, I want brand new Bond or James Bond Jr. I kind of want young Bond. James Bond yeah, Jr. Oh, like... there you go, yeah. Like Indiana Jones kid or whatever it was. That, yeah. In any case, that I was think, a thing. unfortunately, Boyega's character, Finn, didn't quite get the run we wanted to in Star Wars. I do think that actor is capable of a lot more. And Agreed. I think Agreed. this would be a cool vehicle for him. Pattinson was once rumored for Bond, but now he's Batman. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't so, think so at all. you know, get somebody new and fresh. I think Boyega could do it. And I guess you've got to be Brit. you got to be British, right? Do they I have? So. Uh, they had a couple yeah, could be Scottish, ones, but... you, could, you know, but yeah, you know, yeah, somewhere in that yeah. neighborhood. All right. Uh, do we have any bit of movie news before we jump into the movie at all? I think that's I think all that's I got. It. So yeah. I think that's all of it. Uh, so today we're doing Give Inside Man. Two, 2006? I think. 2006. Yeah, 2006. 2006. Interesting Man. year in cinema. Not my favorite year in cinema. Our first, our first Spike Lee, right? Spike. First Spike yeah. Lee Spike joint Spike Lee. on Talking Flick. Well done. Producer Ryan picked it. Good for you, man. <laughs> so, all right. Ryan, was this your first time watching? Because I think you've seen it before, right? Or Yes, I have seen it before. Oh, it is yeah. In theaters, by chance, am I allowed to ask? Oh, no, not in theaters. Okay. Not in wait, theaters. wait. I saw this in the movie theater. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't remember where I watched it, but I have seen it before. Okay. Well, what was your reaction to it? Not as smart as I thought it was. Before. Oh, man. <laughs> so did you just kind of pick this out to see if it would be better the second time around or rewatching up. it so many years later? Or? To be completely honest, I was on Netflix and I was like, oh, I like that movie when it first came out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Can't yeah. Keep them down. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen this. Uh, this must be my fourth or fifth time watching it it's like but 3. the five ish for yeah. me i've definitely watched the second half of I've, it before this is uh probably maybe it's like the fourth or fifth time i watch it but probably the second time i watch it in its completion because it used to air yeah, just I, on like daytime yeah. tv mm, yeah, all yeah. the time yeah, like on usa like yeah. all the time yeah yeah and when there's nothing else on with, and yet streaming wasn't a thing you're just like i'll just put on inside man it's interesting you know? because uh, as a spike lead joint a lot of his movies they don't edit that well for like tnt yeah. or whatever yeah uh, this movie <laughs> is easy to edit i think that's why it gets so much run really so, i do think so yeah oh man we got to talk about that hand later on in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. How did they edit that out? It's yeah. a different finger. It's, it's like a pinky finger or something. So, yeah. It looks I, terrible, though. <laughs> it's so in his face, too, for so long. Christopher yeah. just flicking off Christopher Plummer. Like, <laughs> so Christopher Plummer's mustache bothered me. I oh, forgot really? about that. It's like so well groomed. And they even show him in the barber chair. But he's, you I know, like, I mean, I get He's it. a rich banker. He's but a like, fancy lad. He he's trying the Nazis. to keep a secret that he worked with the Nazis. But, like, look at the guy. I yeah. mean, I, automatically, I'm like, yeah, it's a Nazi guy. It's like, <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not doing a good job yeah, hiding it. He's he got swastika tattoos yeah. and everything. Yeah, like, no sweater, not gray. He wasn't gray a notch. See, he worked with the yeah, Nazis. Yeah, that's okay. different. All right. <laughs> Just like, well, who was it? Lamborghini or something who made uh, stuff for the Nazis? Yeah, Hugo or Adidas Boss. or something. Oh, okay. Henry Ford. Henry Ford. <laughs> oh, Henry Ford. Yeah. All, yeah. Of, all of them are, are war criminals. Yeah, right? That's the thing with Jodie Foster, too. She's like, he's not different than any other Fortune 500 company. It's like, okay, yeah, but he did let his friend kind of die. Like, when you talk about, like, could have done something. The movie has problems with the heist itself, but like the subplot, which we can get into the specifics of it, had a lot of problems for me. I will say though, Jodie Foster maybe has never looked so stunning in a movie. Oh yeah, she the is calves, beautiful. unbelievable calves. She really crushed it. I did not it. see the. Calves. I wish her part was better. Now, now, now you know Nick's fetish. Yeah, yeah. calves is a calf man. So. <laughs> of course, there's no that shame. one line uh, that the mayor delivers. You're a magnificent. I won't say the c yeah, word, but c-word, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're a magnificent yeah, yeah. c word. And so very deadpan. Do we not? And she says thank you. Like she's into it. Do we not have the explicit title here? I guess we can. I mean, is that? Don't say. I don't want to say it. Nick's just like, no, don't do it. Like our listenership just barely got up again and you're yeah, gonna kill fine. it like Nick, you're no better than me i'll say whatever i want we're not going from spotlight to c-word all right it's not gonna happen on my watch are you sure yeah i'm mm-hmm. sure well, i'm trying to think of another c-word coca-cola there we go Coca-Cola, anyways yeah. uh, uh why don't you go and give us the numbers real quick before we dive too big into it so interesting enough for a spike lee joint the numbers are kind of weird here so uh ron howard was originally going to do this this was kind of like a script by a first-time script writer i think his name is russell gerwitz he had wrote a crappy righteous kill movie with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro a couple years after this. But this particular screenplay that he had spent a couple years developing, he was very proud of the heist story. It kicked the tires around a few studios. Ron Howard was set to direct for some time. And then he had to back out. I don't know if it's for Da Vinci Code, which came out the same year or whatever he had to back out for. And then Spike Lee kind of picked it up. And like I said, the kind of lightning in a bottle, a good script, Spike Lee vision. Spike Lee used his same cinematographer that he frequently uses, Matthew Libatique, I think is how you say his name. Um, he's done a ton of Aaron Oscar movies, but he's also done a decent amount of Spike Lee movies. Um, and I think that sort of the Spike Lee vision with an interesting heist movie script, and then to marry that together with Denzel, Clive, Jodie mm-hmm. Foster, a really good cast. Yeah. I think it sort of worked for the the most part, $45 million budget, so not crazy expensive. They got some kind of weird tax break for filming in New York. I think it was a big, uh, from 2001 all the way to around 2010, they were giving cine- uh, movie studios big breaks for filming in New 9/11. York. 9-11. Post 9-11. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's always Secret, 9-11. By, yeah. by 9/11. the way, World yeah. Trade Center, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Stone's you know, somewhat crappy World Trade Center movie was also 2006 this year, too. Mm. Um, so there were a lot of New York-centric movies that came out in this particular year. Um, uh, domestically, it made about $88, $89 million dollars overseas around 97 186 total take so it turned a pretty big profit from i think the main studio was universal um and again it's the highest grossing uh, spike lee movie out there which is weird when you consider all the other good movies he's made yeah he's um, made a lot this of would ones. be the one that hit the note but you know, ultimately, people uh, love a bank heist, yeah, especially people, in and, 2006, and, Nick. I think it's true. You Ocean's I, 11, Ocean's 12, yeah, 13, I, I you. No, I 14. Know I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not really the, yeah, I'm not really the demographic for these heist movies, but it's more than a heist movie. It's also sort of a character piece. If we don't care about Denzel's, uh, you know, Mr. Detective Frazier, we don't care about uh, Dalton Russell, Clive Owen's character, and certainly Jodie Jody Foster's weird Madeline character. I don't think that we like the movie quite as much. Mm. I think it's those performances and those actors 
characters that give the movie kind of enough oomph along with Spike Lee's kind of interesting vision than the heist story itself. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah, know if I'm yeah. alone on that, but the heist story is like, all right, man, that's not You that do clever. have like an A-star cast, yeah, like just really, all around. It's, and it's clean. Uh, There's not a lot of this was, players. Was this after Children of Men with Clive Owen? Because that's what really blew him up was Children of Men, uh, right? He or was least... getting there before that. Okay. But yeah, in that neighborhood, this is sort of peak Owen. And I think he works really well here. Also, Chiwetel, uh, Spike Lee was, was on Chiwetel before he really broke big too. I really like him as an actor. I almost wanted him to do more stuff, but he gets a couple of good lines in there also. Um, to the end of the- of And that the was note, his, uh, the partner, right? Yeah, Denzel, yeah that's his partner, Denzel's Chiwetel partner, Chiwetel yeah. from 12 Years a Slave, yeah. you know, crushed that particular 2012 film. 2012 also, so I yeah, think, yeah, 2000, yeah, 2012. Yeah, 2012, <laughs> that's right, Brad Pitt production. Uh, 86% critic, uh, 85% audience, so oh, okay. pretty even, yeah, and everybody yeah. seemed to like it. It's one of Spike Lee's better uh, reviewed films also. So I went back and read the reviews from that originally came out, because sometimes you read the ones that come out years later. People really liked it from the get-go. So I know I saw it in the movie theater and not the first week it came out. I remember someone telling me, I went to see it opening weekend. You got to go check out this movie. And then I went to see it. Okay. So for me, it worked the first time. I think what happens is now that I've seen it two, three times. Yeah, yeah. The rewatchability factor. It loses that kind of, yeah, shock yeah, yeah, it loses its flavor. It. Once yeah. you know the rub, you know, once you know the prestige, it's kind of like, all right, that's, yeah. a, that's it's like, how many times yeah. can I rewatch this? I mean, I like the Cavs, Jody, but I'm not going to come back <laughs> yeah. over and over again. You know? so the Cavs only do so much for yeah. me. It has some good one-liners here. It does have good Yeah, we'll get into it. All right. So we're just going to take a quick second to hear from our sponsor. My name is Dalton Russell. Pay strict attention to what I say because I choose my words carefully and I never repeat myself. Recently, I planned and set in motion events to execute the perfect bank robbery. Everybody get down on the floor now! Why? Because I can. Are you the hostage negotiator? That's right, Detective Frazier. This is Detective Mitchell. What do you got? Put on one of these suits and these masks. We gotta step back and look at this thing from a distance. Things are not all they appear to be. Move it! Move it back up! Back up! One jumbo jet with full gas tank and pilots at JFK parked in the runway. We give you until 9 p.m. to do this, then we'll kill one hostage every hour. Until I talk to them, they get nothing, not even a cup of coffee. Get those people off the street! Your Honor, you know about this hostage situation. What's it to do with you? Well, I need to be assured that certain interests are protected. Just let everybody stay calm, okay? Don't I sound calm to you? Yes, you do. Look, Detective, there are matters at stake here that are a little bit above your pay grade. Why don't you just tell the mayor to raise my pay grade to the right level and problem solved? This goes down wrong. They're gonna dump this whole mess in your. Yeah. Mind. So, uh, spoiler warning: if I didn't say that before, uh, but immediately like with the intro, Bollywood music, right? He's a and at the end too, it's a little weird, right? <laughs> Bollywood music, and <laughs> I mean. I'm okay with it. Terrence but Blanchard it took me by is surprise. a jazz trumpeteer who does a ton of these Spike Lee movies. And I'm telling you, um, if you just strip the movie away and listen to it, music from the Bollywood music, kind of that Indian vibe all the way through, it's got a great score on yeah, it. Yeah, it has a tremendous good soundtrack, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and then what is that? They uh, use Kanye West Gold Digger for yeah. the ringtone oh, yeah. of the banker? Come on. <laughs> okay. for, for start, it's such a weird ringtone for just this banker guy to have. Because it's and, a Spike uh, Lee Yeah, because it's Spike. I mean, that's a great song. Don't get yeah, me no, wrong. It is it's a great, great song. Kanye, it's, it's, also, yeah. it's also and, a well sort of choreographed part because he 
because the tears are coming out of his eyes and he's really saying like, man, I forgot it. You almost believe him for a second. You're yeah. the audience. And then like the, the gold digger breaks it up clean and then it's a comedic moment. But it, it's definitely trying to show how smart Dalton oh, yeah. is. Yeah. 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 So I, I it really sets him Going up the as, bones, a, man. as a good villain or like anti-hero, whatever Anti-hero, you want to call him. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. very much the Riddler. He gives a bunch of riddles <laughs> and stuff. And uh, but, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll talk about the motivation at the end or later on. But uh, there's some things that rub me kind of the wrong way. There's two things that. that bother me the most, but there's multiple problems. Now, I will say, I remember the first time I saw it. Right from the get-go, I do not believe Clive Owen's character, uh, Dalton Russell, is capable of sort of killing folks. And I thought like that sort of took away. I think if Spike had gone a little darker at the beginning and maybe had him bloody somebody up more visually at the mm. beginning, you might have bought it more along the way as the story unfolds but because you know he goes out of his way to bring him in the other room and it sort of doesn't work totally for me that way like these guys aren't here to rob a bank they're here for something else mm -hmm. which i know he, he he sort of reverse engineers the heist plot he's trying to turn it on its head yeah, so you yeah. kind of you know he talks to you in the very beginning in the single shot and he says this is what i do so he's trying to deconstruct it that way but i almost think he goes a little too far that direction yeah, yeah. a little too on the, the game nose away. yeah a little too yeah. on the nose spike lee likes to yeah. do that he I likes know. it he likes yeah, to go a little too on the nose but it works <laughs> and i will like, say yeah, okay <laughs> again to the point again as we mentioned before the first time you see it it's very cool and yeah. different yeah it has an interesting vibe but as you've seen it once and you've seen it that one time yeah. it's like all right yeah, yeah you start seeing the seams oh yeah yeah helium coming out of the balloon yeah you see it in 2007 nope that's gonna work for you that's like him all of them when they dig a hole and it's like oh yeah that's a good shit hole like, yeah, you know good, yeah that's a good like, poop pipe yeah ba basically oh you're gonna just leave evidence there yeah. like how, how are they gonna not uh, like... that's one thing i've always wondered it's like what happens when they eventually discover that yeah because you know, they will i mean they will i mean you can't just keep that there forever unless it's like in even in tight sealed jars i mean something's gonna leak eventually right and, <laughs> and one whole week one whole week yeah. that means he leaves a lot of forensic evidence oh, dna yeah. a all week's over worth yeah. so, so what it does is like again questions and unanswered questions right i don't need answers to everything but the reality of like how does he know about the stupid safety deposit box and what is his plan are they just uh are they are they planning to sort of live amongst as regular people um or are they disappearing off to some tropical island with their take right it's kind of weird how we don't get yeah. any sort of and acknowledgement of that and her take kind of sucks like well to be it depends yeah, it's it's to, like we don't know how much yeah. the diamonds are worth that they do take yeah. and the the there's little pieces along the way now that i've seen it multiple times where like the conversation that denzel's character fraser has with the rabbi where he's like uh what do you think about the diamond what kind of diamond should i get my girlfriend right which leads to the rabbi in the car at the end yeah so yeah. he obviously has an understanding of the diamonds and maybe they have a buyer already or, you know, there's breadcrumbs, but no answers. You know? Yeah. yeah. Know, and yeah, that's the one <laughs> thing. I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Even just why, like, I know you said we're going to talk about motivations at the end, but that's the one thing I've always been confused about. I'm just like, okay, were they all trying to do it because this guy was a Nazi and it was just like, fuck yeah. you, we're going to take They're the money. They're all honorable. Because like, like yeah. How do they know like, about I thought, the safety deposit yeah, box? That's I was just kind key. of like, are they yeah. all kind of like honorable Jewish people or something where they're just taking, you know, they're trying to get back for so, the community so or let's, something? Let's or break it down is this it just for money? I don't know if you guys know, it's interesting to know this particular tidbit the original script does not have that subplot about the nazis and the diamonds and yeah stuff. i think the original script is just him living in the bank walking out with the money at the end mm. versus what it ends up being with the subplot and the safety deposit box that comes later on during rewrites when spike lee comes on board 
I feel like that subplot's kind of weak and distracting, yeah. even I though agree. it gives us Jody, I agree. it gives us Christopher Plummer, it gives us more folks with stuff to do, but ultimately it's kind of wishy-washy. I mean, in these heist movies, the person you're stealing from is always normally like just a douchebag or a bad guy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You want to so, root against the guy so who's you're stealing. You it's know, like, basically. how do you make this older, you know, banker a bad guy? Well, he's really old. Let's connect give him, him to that the Nazis. Mustache, yeah, give him the mustache, <laughs> twirl it just a little bit, just a little bit of mustache wax and uh, Perfectly a whole bunch trimmed. of swastika symbols <laughs> out of ruler. <laughs> I still don't know why it justifies putting all these people in danger, like beating up that one guy. Like, I don't know, man. For like, money. Yeah. <laughs> why the perfect heist. They're, they're signing up for this and they, they get a small pouch of diamonds. Dude is in there for a week, like pooping in a hole. Yeah. Like, they didn't even need that scene. They did, but they implanted it in our minds. Now we're thinking about all the waste and all the things that he's going to be leaving behind yeah. in yeah. that crawl space. Why did they even add it in there? I don't know. I just think that the motivation for the actual heist what ultimately did they achieve they didn't get the ring he like, even goes out of his way to say at the end like i don't have i'm not here to sort of be noble and attack this nazi guy i'm here for the money basically but a nice additional piece is that we also got to expose this guy left it behind yeah because yeah, i the left end, the envelope behind yeah again again but still wishy-washy why, right? yeah it's kind of confusing so if if the motivation like the guy is complaining why didn't you get the ring like if the motivation was to get the ring nice why did you ring. leave it there yeah and like so, by the way how does denzel just get to walk around with that thing in his pocket yeah it's huge like, it's kind of weird it's right? huge <laughs> the, oh that he's thing? got yeah. so much pull now that he's first grade detective that he can just take the <laughs> no, he's also got dirt him. on the mayor so he's pretty much invincible yeah he's just like i'm good to go Corruption I got keeps us warm, baby. <laughs> I will say, like, let me ask you this question because I think it's relevant here. With other heist movies or con artist movies like Matchstick Men or uh, Italian Job, whatever name your movie, Ocean's Eleven. Once you know the sort of rub, once you know the answer, do you go back to them a lot? Uh, I'm trying there's to read a ton for me that are super. Mm, there's the heist episode of Rick and Morty. The score, oh, yeah. Rick and Morty and times, De Niro. There's, yeah. a, there's a bunch that I like, but they're not incredibly rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's yeah. Once it once you know everything, I don't know because I can't yeah. think of that like just off the top of my head. The only I think Ocean's Eleven Ocean is a Eleven. good example where it's such a fun ride that maybe we go back to it. But then the sequels, I almost never watch again. Yeah, yeah I so. haven't seen the sequels in forever. Yeah. Not even the TV versions. <laughs> Julia Roberts just... looks like Julia Roberts. That was a tough one. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough writing moment. <laughs> as a as a wannabe writer, that one yeah, I would have got killed. Like, for that. You, yeah, that makes you think. Like, <laughs> only maybe Soderbergh I can do could it. be yeah. like, yeah, we could fucking do this, man. Give me another line of cocaine. <laughs> yeah so and of course like even at the end clive owens just like i did it for the respect because that's yeah. priceless or something I, also for the for like the per, he had the perfect idea yeah and he wanted to execute that and I, I don't know why but like well, i remember when i first watched it i thought that was always the motivation was they're just trying to screw they were just trying to get back at this guy who made deals with the nazi who worked with the nazis I don't yeah. even know he I wasn't a nazi that. he worked with the nazis yeah. but he was it's a just, war profiteer yeah and he, yeah, he basically, let and it's just like to that. Profit, I yeah. guess that wasn't the motivation. It's just money, but the respect part was yeah, not occurred. And so it, just, it so is, it is muddied off yeah. a little bit. But. And, but, but again, like the idea that you don't need those specifics, I think Spike was leaning into that. Yeah. You know, I you, can, know. you can easily yeah. overlook it and still have fun watching it. And though, I think, yeah. you know? and to be fair, the first time I saw it, I totally did. None of that stuff really bothered Very true. Me. Yeah. Very true. That's yeah. just yeah. after the fact when you're forced to think about it. That's when it bothers yeah. you. When it sets in, you're just like, yeah. wait a second. I don't need <laughs> a status a report, Serpico. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, if you don't give me any of the answers, it's fine. It's better that way. <laughs> but it's some good dialogue. Yeah, yeah, there's good dialogue. Really dialogue. dialogue. And it was, it was a good body cop movie again. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was I wanted good. more Chewy Tell. I'm telling yeah. you, that, that duo was really cool. 
I'm like, let me see your shoe, man. Because <laughs> I'd never oh, yeah. seen. <laughs> and and a, a secret 9-11 movie. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit, sort of, yeah. Like but that again, whole... a Spike Lee joint, you got to expect. Secret yeah. Nazi By the way, movie, um, yeah. the 25th Hour, didn't it come out right before, right after this? Another Ed Norton sort of Spike Lee movie. Very much a post-9-11 type film that came out. Uh, it came out very close to this film. What was it? 25th Hour? The 25th Hour. I think it was a 2006 film. So um, that that was one that also kind of 2002 was 25th hour. Oh, okay, so a couple of years later. Yeah. So, so, but that one I remember being sort of a you know the vibe of New York is totally different versus pre 9/11. So, do you guys got a scene? A scene that you really liked in this movie? There's a couple that I really like. I I like a lot of the Jodie Foster stuff, even mm. though it's nonsensical and I don't want to think about it because I just like her being a hard ass like that. Honestly, I feel like she didn't do her job. Like, Kinda why did she did. get? Yeah, paid? that's true. Yeah, same thing. I'm just like, what did you do? Yeah, you like, because just... she she's just like the guy is obviously either not gonna not gonna keep it or he not ends up not keeping it, but. Uh, was it Clive Owen? Yeah, yeah. You know, and... he has he has the information, but I feel like it's going to leak. Like yeah. it, it's still also going he to leak. lets he... her walk in and walk out like nothing, which yeah. is pretty odd. They <laughs> let people in and out of the bank quite a bit, like it's nothing. Yeah. Kind of weird. And, it and is... I will say, like the Denzel sort of his suit choices and the the weird sort of yeah, uh, definitely two thousand and six. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but like it the is hats. something we hadn't seen totally before. So it it's cool how he he took that sort of note and made it his own. That's a weird. Detail. Detective, you know, and I also think like it's very weird to have Denzel in the weird suit and the weird uh, clothes and the weird sort of detective vibe um, versus juxtaposed to William Defoe's, yeah, you know, who's always a weird actor, just playing straight man cop. He's like the regular cop in charge, like okay, we're gonna bust in now, like you know, not giving him any respect or whatever. I think I just my, think that's weird. It was a weird vibe. I think my favorite scene was when they were trying to figure out the puzzle that. Uh, oh, oh, that was the, funny. Uh, scene. Yeah. yeah, no, it's funny. It was, it was <laughs> and good. they're arguing about it. Yeah, yeah no, it's like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He gave us more time. <laughs> and they're just like, no, no, no. And I like important. how they're both so confident. Like, oh, no, the answer is nothing. It's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> or they're way the same. No, but they're way he, the same. And he's like, fuck it, man. Let's just go get sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> like, enough. But I, I think it's funny, though, that they all think that they're smart. When he even told them it's a trick question. Come on. <laughs> when it's a trick question, you obviously assume they're the same thing or they wouldn't but, have been. <laughs> but you know what's interesting about that is this idea that Clive Owen is super smart. He's a sort of super cop or, or super uh, mastermind. He was an Ivy League school guy, kind of educated guy. Just opposed to Denzel. It's hinted at, kind of. It's hinted yeah. at. They never get into anything in this movie. But he can pickpocket. That's yeah. not usually an Ivy League thing. <laughs> but, but Denzel's character is very sort of humble in the sense like, oh, I'm getting played here, but I got him right where I want him. It's I street think, smarts, you know, like, Nick. It's street, street smarts. smarts. Yeah, street but smarts. it's cool. I think only Spike Lee could kind of pull that sort street of Street smarts off. versus school Street smarts. sharks. Street sharks. <laughs> I'm ultimately, like, even though this movie doesn't prove to be crazy rewatchable, I'm glad Spike Lee got to do a heist movie. You know, yeah. I'm just happy that that exists in the world. Yeah, because so. I can't even think, what was our last heist movie besides the Oceans remake, which oh, I didn't want to see. There's a ton so. of them. Just how many good ones is a better question. I guess that's true. So, Italian Job, ones. I think, is of the, you know, it's a remake, With so Marky it's Mark? cheap. I really yeah. like that one. I think it's a clean one. So. It's good. Mm-hmm. And I, like- I always like the score with uh, De Niro and Ed Norton. I think that's an it's funny one. how Ed Norton just hated doing that movie. Yeah. And apparently he was like just the biggest bitch Norton, like on yeah. Italian yeah, job. Yeah. Well, that's how and he is. I guess, what was it, Paramount? Or, uh, I think it's Paramount. They, yeah. had a, they actually had to threaten Ed Norton to sue him to get him to do this movie. Because it was some sort of contract thing where 
he they Cry did one. They did, Ed Norton, yeah, it's you know, like they did on. one like Just be the Incredible Hulk and shut the fuck up. Yeah, was it because Incredible Hulk? Was <laughs> I don't it know that? what it was. It was there was a bunch of problems. Yeah, it was something where you know Paramount's like, we'll do this for you, but you have to yeah, give one us for two you, movies in me, return yeah. of our choice. And of course, when they picked, he's like, I'm not doing that. And it's yeah. like, you're gonna do it, or we're going to sue you. And, and again, like <laughs> you know, these guys are so complicated. Uh, they're so talented, but also so complicated. You know, he is just one of them. I love watching Ed Norton on screen, but I know if I met him in real life, I'd fucking hate him. I'm yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. You never want to meet him in real <laughs> yeah. life. Uh, did you ever watch? Uh, I know we're getting off topic. What's the the the, the movie he did with? Uh, what's his name? The Bald head. Motherless no. Brooklyn. Motherless okay, Brooklyn. I've there you seen go. half seen of it? it. Is it worth watching or no? There's a lot of stuff I like in it. It's kind of like a Broadway play come to life. Oh, um, so I won't like it. I don't think <laughs> <you will. laughs> okay. yeah, it's not for you. I don't think it's for you. But there's good moments in it for okay. sure. Okay. So. All right. Maybe I'll try watching that one of these days. What were we doing? Inside <laughs> Man. That's right. So. No dramas, baby. I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have anything left to say about this before we move into a rating and a close? Or? I want to talk about the computer graphics, though. The CG yeah, I do want to see that scene. I think it's yeah. important. Okay, so the CG and the video game scene. Okay, so the Just, video oh, game yeah, scene, the video game's violent. Uh, yeah, very violent in two thousand. In your face moment there. Two thousand six is not bad, uh, but like they're trying to make it play like a handheld video game. That's not going to happen. That's a PSP. Got to get yeah. rich or die trying. Man. Was it? Was that the PSP? PSP? Yeah, it's yeah, PSP. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, the PSP can't do that, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think uh, when I was looking at that like Spike Lee just hired like some animation team there's like make the most violent video game that yeah. you could do and that's what they came up with I guess yeah it's, it's just a lot of what it also that? it feels out of like sorts it doesn't yeah. fit with the rest yeah. of the film yeah, well, which is the most weird part about what, it what is interesting is Clive Owen just kind of like I'm gonna have to talk to yeah. your dad about this yeah, you know it's, like it's, this it's, is too <laughs> violent even for me you know because but he doesn't kill it, you know it's what another mean? it's another political it's weird... statement that they take in this movie which is why now, <laughs> now let me ask you this does it change your mind so the um the Filipino cinematographer Matthew Lebetique I think is his uh-huh. name it's kind of French sounding um, he did Requiem he did The Fountain Aronofsky film mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so when you know that does it change it like you know that the cinematographer is like let's keep push the push it that that scene with Denzel where he sort of floats oh through yeah the oh yeah yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Segway. for those moments right and I think like it, it kind of makes it interesting at least if it doesn't totally work all together I was happy that some weird shit was in there I, I mentioned it earlier and I don't know if you guys picked up on it so that hand coming up and going down <laughs> you that was definitely CG that Had looked to be terrible CG, yeah. it looked so bad early CG yeah. and then the, the shadow silhouette stop motion actually so yeah I like the shadow the silhouette sad, that the, bothered you I the, thought it was alright the right. CG why did they CG it why didn't they just, I don't know. just film it yeah, <laughs> like why did they just make know. it practical it looks so overcast, bad man. a lot of overcast in 2006 they couldn't get the shadow that's right. 2006 CGI it's just like why would we do practical if we can CGI it just as horrible like, oh man but it, it was just so weird I had to rewind and play it again it's like wait it looked really bad the way that hand comes down it just goes straight down no yeah. hand does. that's the middle finger scene yeah, right yeah it's just like yeah. there it's just slowly uh, to be down. fair <laughs> just to just to conclude here i did not bother me in 2006 but again re-watching it yeah it's yeah fucking weird. It's, yeah. it's aged a little uh so we'll move on to our next segment so rating and a close any final thoughts you want to throw in there uh you know it's it's still a little fun like it, yeah, it's aged yeah, a bit it's still that, a little yeah. fun it's been uh, maybe like three or maybe four or five years since i've watched this i'm gonna get would this, you watch it again uh, I ask that question? if i was with someone who's never seen it before then i would watch it 
Yeah. And if there was like that's, a good, if there was a good three or four year break in between watching it or a five year break and it just happened to be on, then I would for sure watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, daytime TV or whatever, if it's yeah. on Netflix. But um, I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this a six because six. I think at the time, Soft like, six, yeah. I think at the time, like this was something that blew a lot of people away. And obviously it did because it's Spike Lee's most successful film financially. Yep. So I'm going to give it a really good uh, soft six, like you said. And okay. it's okay to rewatch, but if you've never seen it, I think it's worth the watch at least once. So Yeah, I think that's the key there. Like you said, there's a little lightning in a bottle here. There's a little bit of awesomeness here in this film that I really like. It's just more of a one and done than a rewatchability yeah. type of film, unfortunately. Now, I would not put this in my top five Spike Lee movies, which is why it's so weird that it made so much money. Malcolm X is better. Jungle Fever is better. Black Klansman, it was so close to being amazing. Mm-hmm. It just the end it was a little bit too long. Uh, Summer a Sam's a movie I think is super underrated that's a Spike Lee movie uh, Miracle at Santa Ana is another one that I liked a lot oh that so, is Spike Lee yeah, too yeah that's weird yeah that again, is Spike too Lee. long but so close to being amazing uh, he's done a t- Clockers is another underrated film that he did so it you know this isn't like in the pantheon of Spike Lee movies but like I said uh, it's nice to have a Spike Lee heist movie that got made. You know, that's kind of cool. Mm. So I'm glad it exists, even if it's not super rewatchable. Had plenty of problems. Uh, he got great casting on it, great cinematography. Music is unbelievable. Good enough for a 6.5 on the Shawshank scale, but you don't got to run to it or nothing. I think I would watch like the second half of it if it was just on, but I'm not running up to my DVD shelf to put it in or anything like mm. that. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys and what you're saying that you should at least watch it. The first time I saw it, it blew me away. I thought it was really cool and I thought it was clever now watching it another time you see the seams and definitely start thinking about the little threads that make it fall apart but just take the cartier diamond <laughs> with you come on man. but i i, I thought <laughs> it was the enjoyable. biggest diamond <laughs> <laughs> i i thought it was jo- enjoyable the first time and then the second time around i still thought it was enjoyable and i would like nick if it was on i'd probably sit down and yeah. watch it uh it's one of those movies now that i could just have it playing in the background jump in and then jump out really can I, quickly can i ask this question can i ask you would you want another director to have made this film uh give it a different vibe like a soderbergh kind of yeah, yeah, I think you think, I, yeah. you think Spike Lee heard it or helped it. I think it's a good question. I mean, all these heist films have, you know, a lot of similar like formulas to yeah, it. This so gives I mean, it a different flair in yeah, a weird way. So yeah. I kind of appreciate that. I guess I do like it. It does add like a little interesting yeah. spin to it, especially I, I, like as I far said, as I'm heist movies go. It. And I can only think of the Oceans movies. So. Yeah, there's other ones. <laughs> and and I, I do think that he did a good job. But when, rewatching it, I was like, oh, OK, yeah, this is Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm going to sit there with Nick at six and a half. I think that's fair. I Again, enjoyable. Definitely, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Uh, hopefully, we didn't just spoil it for you, but whatever. You'll, you'll like it either way. <laughs> oh, here's a good heist movie. I just Googled top heist movies. Hurricane Heist. There you go. That's <laughs> that's that only came out a couple years ago. What's too, the C so. word again? <laughs> <laughs> that silence was Nick's face. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on to our uh, next segment: recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend? I'm looking forward to Bill and Ted. I'm okay, definitely yeah. gonna see it within the next few days. I thought that the second episode of Lovecraft Country was mind-blowing and maybe again i don't know if it's good but i cannot take i'm still like so lukewarm on it like it's it's, it it hasn't it hasn't really done anything to impress me like it's just i really uh, i think it's because i like to live in the weird and so so i don't know normal to you it's not that it's more normal it's just it feels like it's trying so hard and I appreciate it for trying hard. I but just think it's, it's just, I, you it, see it, it as trying it too hard. Me. I think it's going for it in a weird way. Yeah. And I also think like they're going back to Chicago. Like it's just sort of move on. We set the stage and now we're going back 
knowing what we know about the world. Yeah. Uh, so again, I don't totally love it yet. I don't know if I love it. I'll keep on watching it though. Like till the end. Till the end, I'm going to keep on watching it. So and a creepy documentary, The Vow. Check it out. Yeah, that one. That's that's the one HBO has been kind of playing like every single time, right? Like in the beginning. Creepy dude out there. (laughs) Another sex cult. Yeah. Yeah. Sex cults. If you're going to be in a sex cult, you have to be the leader. Everyone knows that. Yeah. This guy. There are dime a dozen here. Yeah. I got my own. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you have to compete with all these other people. What the hell? <laughs> With this guy out of the way, it's going to be great. <laughs> Hoping so, for a big year. <laughs> opens the market, yeah. <laughs> so what I caught uh, over People the week, it, it was going to be my second pick, uh, but I still watch it. It was Beyond the Mat. It was a documentary about wrestling in the yeah. uh, in the 1990s or 1980s. Really good Late stuff. Late 80s. Then. Late 80s, the peak yeah. Of it, yeah. And, oh, man, uh, some of my favorite wrestlers, they spent some time with uh, Jake the Snake. They spent some time with Mick Foley. They spent some time with, uh, uh, well, they all have terrible lives. Like, you know, they they end up ruining it. And the amount of effort and work to get to that point, I don't think it's worth it, man. Yeah, It's brutal. It's Uh, a lot of brutal stuff. It it is very interesting. I I grew up with wrestling. and I too. I, I still think it's very interesting to watch. Like, I don't watch anymore. I can't. I have never watched wrestling, so but I know Ray Mysterio. I was a Bret the Hitman heart guy. (laughs) But a lot of people say they're like, "It's fake. It's fake." Yeah, it's not. It's not fake. Yeah, but they get hurt still. You know what I mean? They still do stuff. It's scripted. But man, these people they kill themselves. Not. Not to pub another podcast, but if you go back about a month and a half, Bill Simmons did like a two-hour interview with The Undertaker. Mm. It's so inside baseball. If you like wrestling, you're going to love it. Like All that stuff interests me. All the logistics behind it, all the planning to go. They talked to Vince McMahon. Like I I didn't even know this documentary goes all the way that far. And they showed the up-and-coming people, and uh, one of them literally gets paralyzed. They they mentioned at the end, he gets paralyzed, and then that's it. He's done. That's it. Like Owen Hart, falling from the rafters. Yeah. Foley, oh man, you should like if you have not looked Cactus into his Jack, history. Baby. Cactus Jack, oh man, he goes through a lot, and especially the wrestling in Japan, they just ramp it up. Is like this crazy. on Netflix or yeah. is it on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, it's so if you really want to be disturbed, you look up your Google, your favorite wrestlers. They are all like hanging on by a thin line. Died at 50, 53, yeah, yeah. forty eight. Went crazy. Uh, I mean, it's just brutal. <laughs> but, it's a brutal kind of but that's why that's why i like mcfolio so much because like he gets put through so much punishment in the fight with the rock they go they talk about the rock also early in his career and stuff and he gets hit in the head with a steel chair 14 times in front of his family and he's like bleeding he has this huge gas in his head you know what he's doing now He's writing children book. Yeah, oh, that's books. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and to that point, there's there's <laughs> matches where the Undertaker had mentioned in that interview with the Bill Simmons podcast where he doesn't remember the match at all. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. That's your job, man. It's yeah. craziness. It's, it's just insane, craziness. Man. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, I caught over on Hulu is the Mask, the original Jim Carrey one. Oh, so, yeah. hey. Of course, <laughs> based off the, yeah the comic too as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still great. I think is it? I well, think exactly. that is I think that is something that is timeless and classic because even with the effects, the effects still look really good. Yeah, because yeah. it puts you in yeah, that yeah. cartoon sense of world. And Cameron so, Diaz, right? Yeah, Cameron oh, Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Never man, looks beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, she's Absolutely. great. Yeah, she's great. So, um, still just as fun to watch. Would you like, want it's... like I know they have kicked the tires. Cuban Pete, man. The crappy sort of part two. Do you think like that's a movie that should be rebooted per se? Um, the Mask. Yeah. I mean, oh, if no they, way. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's just. 
I really enjoy that Jim Carrey one, and I used to watch the cartoon one as a kid. And I know the comic I book. I remember okay. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think it was okay. I, I remember the comic book is just incredibly like a thousand times more graphic. Yeah, than, yeah, you know, definitely. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but it's it's still fun. It's still fun to watch it, and it's funny how just even in it, like with Edge City, how just polluted it is, and yeah. you, you yeah. don't even realize that just how dirty yeah. it is. And I got as a kid watching it. I have four words for you, Son of the Mask. Yeah, that, that's all. I know. That's all. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Unwatchable. Yeah. I think I started off there for 10 minutes. So. All right. Uh, so next week, we're going to be doing The Boys Season 2, Episode 1. So, Boys? Yeah. It's, Tyler's not even out yet. It comes out September 4th on Amazon Prime. So oh. time to pay up to Jeff Bezos or get it wherever you get it from. So. <laughs> yeah, we won't stop if, you. Yeah, yeah. Wink. The Boys has a lot of money. So. what put me over the, the hump of getting Amazon Prime. I wasn't going to get it till that. You guys pushed that's me. Like all they it. got too. Well, like, it's they just got like... a few other ones now. <laughs> but I it, did it, have some interest with Jack Ryan, even though it's crappy. It, it's ah, the first time for Talking Flick and a, a revisit. Revisit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Revisit. It is that's a right. revisit. We that's did an crazy. episode on the first season. So. We did what? The first two episodes? Yeah. And then I think episodes. we watched a little bit more or when I rewatched and you guys watched a little bit more ahead of it. You mm-hmm. finished the season though, right, Ryan? Or No, but this you is going to be a good oh, take. The cliffhanger. <laughs> and I don't know if you oh, agree, Tyler. Dude. I'm not sure if you agree and we will not spoil it for yeah. producer Ryan here, but that cliffhanger at season one, I have so many questions. Yeah. And right? I think it could, they could mess it up. So I hope that they keep it on the right trajectory and I hope it's good. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be fun. So hopefully I can finish it before. Then. Yeah, so just Worth the it. just the first episode. I know two are dropping on September fourth, but we're just gonna do the first episode. We've got lives, guys. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we do. yeah, sometimes Speak for yourself, man. depends on the type of life <laughs> you call this living. Anyways, uh, where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. Give me those questions. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D O T C O M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com top 10 movies of the year hit me up at twitter at real watch and again taking the world by storm east to west with nick and rob wherever you listen to podcasts and we're talking flick you can always follow us over on twitter at flick underscore talking and if you really like us you can leave a rating or review going to rate uh, whatever podcast app you listen to but of course apple is the big one uh we also have patreon you can donate any amount of money, money. <laughs> <laughs> roll it back baby or you can donate diamonds not yeah, blood we'll take diamonds we'll take yeah, diamond. no leave that one leave that one we'll just take a regular <laughs> the bloodiest diamonds you have <laughs> the bloodier the better we only accept blood diamonds yeah. little known fact about that's, talking that's flick. what tyler says all the time yeah. <laughs> is this Clean a blood money, diamond i don't want this if it's not a blood yeah, diamond get that away from me uh so yeah you can donate any amount of money or blood diamonds you get access to other content and we'll have a link in the description for everybody's stuff finish the show right hey that was talking flick and we'll talk to you next week that's not a pina colada <laughs> jamal and jesus <laughs> i bet you can get a cab though <laughs> i guess that's one of the perks, one of the perks yeah. man <laughs> Just give me my turban. <laughs> you want my turban? <laughs>